yeah, accept. So, good morning, everybody, uh, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance radio show by Gabi Abdel Gadir. Today is episode 82, and believe it or not, I have the most incredible couple for you today. I know a lot of people in my close network, but I have never had a couple who work together so passionately in my network. I only know one-on-one. -on -one. So these couple are couple that you need to get to know and get in touch with them, follow them on social media and everywhere. And I will be reading uh, their bio for you and uh, please do get in touch with them. Their name is Emilio and Daniela Roman. Emil and Daniela Roman are international best-selling authors and speakers. They are passionate about helping entrepreneurs and individuals who have a story of transformation to become published authors. The co-author network, that is their, their company name, has become the global leader in the co-authorship space. The power couple, yes, they are, a they are a power couple. I tell you that for sure. This power couple has a mission to publish four authorship books annually to up brand entrepreneurs, individuals who desire to become award-winning authors. Their popular monthly authorship workshop, How to Become a Best-Selling Author is an opportunity to learn how to write your own success story. I will be sharing their media links and, and everything. I am so blessed to have you today, Emilia, Emilio and Daniela Roman. Welcome to my podcast. Well, thank you so much, Gabby. Thanks for having me. Gabby, thank you so much. We've been following you for a while. We love what you're doing. Thank um, you. Um, so we have two other interviews, but yours, we accept it because we know that you bring our bring Thank you. You're cutting off a little bit. Uh, I don't know why you're cutting off a little bit, Emilio, but um, yeah, try to be closer to the microphone. But yes, welcome. So I need to know a little bit about you too. So where you came from and how did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we grew up in the same area. You're cutting off. I can hardly hear you, uh, Daniela. Okay. Um, can you hear me? Now, yeah, a little better, yeah. Okay. So we grew up in the same area in New Jersey in the United States and um, went to the same high school together. Um, and he didn't know I had liked him all through high school, actually. And Aww. didn't find out. Yeah, and, and, you know, we graduated, we went, you know, he lived his life, I went my way, and 28 years later, we reconnected. Wow. Um, four, years ago, <laughs> mm -hmm, four years ago, we reconnected, and, you know, I told him, I said, you know, I, you know, I liked you all through high school, and he's like, what did you tell me? He's like, we had five grandbabies by now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we just, you know, there was, like, such a strong connection, you know, we spoke, and, um, that's it. We've been together ever since. We had our dream wedding in Hawaii two years ago. And oh, wow. <laughs> if I had known you at the time, I would definitely would have attended your wedding. Oh, <laughs> Attend your wedding. Yeah, that is right. such a beautiful story because I could even through the screen, I could feel your uh, synchronicity. I could feel your energy. I could feel your passion. 
And most importantly, what we lack from a lot of people is the integrity. You know, you could feel someone's energy even through the screen. I think I'm very sensitive. I am a feeler. And I could feel the energy between you and I adore you. Just what I wanted to know. So let's talk about how you got into this authorship. How did it yeah. start? Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, Gabby. Again, we're super excited to be around you. We love your energy. And uh, we thank also you. feel energy. Thank you so much for sharing our story on uh, our program. So we thank you for that. Uh, and so Danielle and I, we have a mission, right? And, and, and so we love to share people's story. We, we were both very connected to people and we're very sensitive to people's story and journey. And when, when we come across people that, um, whose story we hear that it's impacting and they're influencing uh, other people, we're drawn to it. We're yeah. simply just drawn to it. And you're in Canada. So I got into, I was offered the opportunity to participate in a co-authorship. So that's how this whole thing started as well. Okay. So, so Canada reached out to me and said, hey, do you like to be a part of a co-author? Now, like many people, Gabby, we all, I, someone's told you or me, hey, your story should be in a book. And we know your story. It's yeah. amazing. Thank right? You. So. We all had a, a something or someone who said you should. So given the opportunity, we went to Canada, fell in love with the way you guys there were celebrating other authors. And I, I just dove into it. I even took a loan out. And, and I started participating in co-authorship with Brian Tracy. And, oh, wow. and, and Yeah. And so I was like, I love this. And I never knew anything about this book space. And so I brought that back here after I did all my training. And there was a lot of things, if you don't mind me adding, that I did not like about how once you wrote a book, people were treating the authors and that is, they forgot about you. You know what I mean? They didn't, so they got your money, you shared your story, that was great. But what about later? Yeah. And so anyway, that's how we got started. Yeah, and that's why you do these workshops, I guess, to help and uh, promote these authors. Yeah, you're right, because nobody does that, really. And not a lot of them do that. Like once you paid and your book is out, yes, there was a book launch party, and that is the end of it. I have been there. I have co-authored uh, in, a, in a book uh, back in 2018. And uh, it was huge. There was a party, and it was done. But my very first book was my own, like I wrote, that was my story. It was called The Grace, Peace, Balance, where my podcast name comes from. The Grace, Peace, Balance, Surviving and Thriving Against All Odds. And that is something even my co-workers at work had no idea what I have been through in life. And then uh, a lot of them called me and crying. They said, oh my God, you're such a happy-go-lucky because at work they used to call me happy face. They used to call me positive energy. They had no idea the stuff that I went through in life. And they told me, how come you never told us? Well, I didn't tell you because nothing comes because I rather like live this. Anyway, the book came out. Bob Proctor wrote the foreword for, for that book. Oh, wow. I was on his coaching program and I did his six day person, the matrix seminar as well. So he wrote that foreword for me. And then I co-authored in a book that I said, it, Really, it hasn't done anything for me. And then now I wrote the discrimination, which I think a lot of us know what it is like to be discriminated. 
again. So that is my latest book. So I really appreciate it. And your story, your book, I can't wait to get because I wrote one of them. If you don't mind, if you can just message me the links of the books that you have because I need to grab each and every one of them because I'm a crier. I know I'm going to cry a lot. Um, <laughs> I know I get, I cry a lot. Like when I hear, oh my God, this person went through so much and I thought I went through bad things. Like, so I would cry, but it's also inspiring because always the end story is beautiful. Uh, yeah. So I would love to buy, tell me, so what is, um, what are you working on right now? Amen. Thank you so much again for sharing that. We, we're just loving this opportunity here while we're in Puerto Rico. We were looking forward to this. We're like, oh, well, we got to get on I the podcast. So what we're working on, my friend, uh, I want Daniela to share with you because while we have the third edition, we're, we're releasing it on July 17th. Oh, wow. uh, yeah. So we're releasing the third edition, uh, which you've seen, which is what we've dubbed, we've dubbed the celebrity edition with Forbes Riley. Oh, he wow. did the forward, Forbes Riley did the forward. So yeah. that's going to be on the 17th for our official book launch. Okay. And now we have, but Daniela's got such momentum with her own project, and I want her to share it if it's okay. Okay, absolutely. With tell it, tell it, Daniela. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. It's Behind Closed Doors, I Survived Domestic Violence, and You Can Too. So it's the voices of 21 survivors of domestic violence. And uh, I just literally brought this out, what, a few weeks maybe, maybe three weeks. And the response I'm getting is, amazing um so i'm only you know accepting like it says 21 co-authors so it's yeah. gonna fill up but it's you know I, the the women i have in it so far they've all pretty much you know said the same thing the reason they want to finally speak up is, is to help other women you know yeah. to to understand they don't have to stay stuck in these you know relationships like we did for years and and we want to reach young women 15 16 and up before they get into these type of relationships or yeah. um, some of them are already in these type of relationships. So, you know, to guide them, to show them the red flags to look for and, you know, just, just to, to help, you know, that, that they don't have to stay stuck. So, yeah. yeah. This is like a huge, huge, huge problem in our society. And a lot of these women, I think they stick with this abusive relationship because they need the money, either they don't have enough money, they need the money, they don't realize that you can always get out and start fresh and be your own person rather than being abused daily and just so that you don't have enough money just for the money, for example. So I think this is an incredible idea. I really love it. And uh, yeah, I would love to share what it is. Uh, did I share it last time? I think I, I would like to share it also uh, in my network. Uh, who knows? LinkedIn. I'm also active on LinkedIn. I would like to share it on LinkedIn just in case anybody wants to sign up. Uh, so it's an incredible idea. And that is a huge, huge problem that uh, women and also there are a few men that I know that are being abused by, by women simply either because they're wealthy or they're spoiled brats. You never know, right? So, uh, yeah. So that's an incredible idea. I wish you all the best of luck. And I know it's going to be a huge success as well. Yeah, thank you. And and like you mentioned, there is one of the women that second co-author in our second book is Barbara asked, is this open to men as well? And and it is. I said, yeah. sure. A man uh, that would be amazing for a man. Don't worry. 
No, unfortunately, one every three are in. Yeah, you're cutting off again. So can you? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. So I had first said men are welcome into this book because yeah. it does happen. Maybe not as much as with women, but it does happen. And second, one in every three women are in. Yeah, one in every three. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So no. That's, so yeah, thank you for asking us about this project. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because and the statistics and I mean there there's just so many to, to even rattle off right now. But um, there's also the numbers about you know not only are they in it but the the, the casualties the deaths that happen are extremely high and many never get reported. Again, because it's taboo, and depending on what culture you're in, especially if you're in the Latino culture, uh, you know, it's just expected, you know, be quiet, don't share it, you know, and whatever culture you're in, everybody has their own uh, way that they handle this. Yes. So thank you for sharing, because it is a very important project, and I believe it's going to save lives. Uh, this book project is going to save lives. Absolutely. And what that what Daniela didn't share with you, if you don't mind me sharing, adding, because uh, we're with, with the time, is that every proceed, every sale of the book is going to go to a nonprofit organization uh, to help support those organizations to keep women safe, to give them protection, oh. and to educate women. So every so yes, and there's so much more. So if any one of your listeners is going through something right now like this, or you, and they have a friend or a cousin or sister. And they want to reach out to Daniela Roman at the co-author network info at gmail.com. And we'll have that discussion to see if they're a good fit um, and how we can support them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I totally understand because I think I was about 13, 12 years old when I had a, we had a neighbor that he used to come at least three, four times a week. We used to come. He, he would beat his wife. And uh, they had two little girls, like they were one and three. And in front of the girls, if the girls were not showered and changed and properly dressed by the time he came from work, he would just beat the hell out of her. And if the salt was a little salty, the food, he would beat her. Anything that wasn't in place, he would come and beat her. I remember my mom, one day she took like a huge medal and she took the medal and she went to him and she said to him, you touch her ever again, I'm going to open your head into two. My mom's name was Roma. And he goes, Roma, you really would do that? She told him, try me. I see her crying ever again. She told him this, I'm going to open your head into two. And you know, up until we moved, he, he never hit her because my mom was a tough cookie. So you wouldn't want to mess up with her. So she meant it because it became too much. And we felt sorry for the woman that I decided I will never marry. Yes. That grew up with me. I did date and everything, but that grew up with me until when was I? I got married at 39, believe it or not. And I had my son and, um, yeah, but when I came to Canada and it was like unexpected, it just happened. Everybody was criticizing me. Oh my God, you're going to die alone because I don't have family in Canada. Mine is scattered in Europe everywhere and uh, a few in the Middle East. So I don't have any family, like blood family in Canada to tell you frankly. So I was here alone. So my friends are like, you're such a good person. And this guy is such a good person. What's wrong with you? Blah, blah. So I got married. He passed away uh, from cancer in 2008. Uh, 
but yeah uh, it was very hard because it took too long when you marry younger i think you can adjust better but when you get it you have you are free independent and then you get into this lifestyle and uh and then you don't have that freedom or independence that you have you always have to discuss you always have to talk it was difficult at the beginning but but i understand but because what i witnessed growing up i had made it like i will never marry and i would yeah. never allow a man to touch me ever that was it so it grew up with me like every time like i'm dating somebody like there was a guy dating four years as soon as he mentioned marriage i told him ciao we're done uh, no seriously it's like there was this this wall between me and that word marriage you know because of what i witnessed growing up so it is a huge issue it is yeah. a huge issue yeah Yeah, and this is something near and dear to my heart. I've been wanting to do for a few years now. You know, I shared my story in my first co-authorship and in the Spiritual Fitness Survivor book, but I felt it needed like its own platform, its own book alone. You know, because there's so many, so many stories to tell. You know, so it yeah. needs its own, its own thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Gabby, find me, sure. Your mommy was a tough cookie. Mm -hmm. uh, mommy was a tough cookie, and I and now you just brought a memory back. That you shared uh, during our interview uh, when you came on the call at the network show, which you know we do Tuesday and Thursdays yeah. at seven standard time. You shared that when you left uh, your country, yeah. um, your mom had did all of this stuff, and I believe you said you were 16, right? Yeah. At the and so so yeah, I mean I, I'm picturing your mom right now, you know, at that medal, telling this man. Mm -hmm. Not many people do that. Not yeah. many people will step out in a personal marriage and get involved. But your mom did that. And if we had more people, even if they don't go to the extreme of what your mom did, but at least if they know that something is going on, that they will be able to make the phone call to the authorities, um, that would really save a lot of lives. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Because those days, like, they don't. Uh, they don't. Like, you call the police, so what's your problem? He's your husband. He's the... The, the one that's bringing money in the house, you better do what he tells you to do. That was the attitude. So that is it. So, but my mom, like, uh, she used to tell me stuff, like, always be independent. Because uh, be independent, take care of yourself, don't depend on anybody, because you never know when they're gonna leave you, you know? Because my dad was wealthy, but he was also a womanizer, right? And uh, that's why they separated. And at the age of five, she scooped me and my mom and she moved to, she took us back to her country and she, everything changed. But, um, so I think that was a lesson for her. She goes to me, uh, she always said, and she used to say these big things, uh, uh, never depend on anybody. Always save 20% of your income because you never know when a bad day can show up one of the things. And then I always had these big dreams, like I want to do this, I want to do that. Hey, sit down, calm down. You need to take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. If you try to take four, step, four steps at a time, you will fall and break down. Take it one step at a time, calm down. And oh my God, she was tough. Like I had put on so much weight at one time and she made me exercise an hour in front of her. And uh, Jane Fonda DVD, I remember she put in and she goes, now move. And then she, I would, she would only give me a big bowl of salad for dinner, and I would be so hungry, like sleeping, because I, I like you need to lose on weight. 
uh, oh my god yeah she she was tough so she was very much anti she was very much a feminist feminist uh if i may uh, i know it's not a good thing but she was very much a woman uh defender like in general she would have been a good activist uh yeah. if it was at different times yeah so you're yeah. doing a great job you too i adore you i love you and uh, i'm gonna be sharing everything here so what is i have two questions that i ask everybody that i'm gonna ask you first and then i want your last word okay the two of you if you had to visit three countries before you die three countries before you die that you haven't visited but you would love to visit what countries would they be daniela uh for me the first one would be italy because mm -hmm. uh, that's where my father's from and i just i want to go there and see where we're planning to go and see where he grew up and everything um second one uh i want to go to egypt i would love to see egypt i was hoping one of you would say egypt okay <laughs> yeah okay yeah. Um, and Greece. Greece, okay, beautiful. So the only place I haven't been so far is Greece. Which part of Italy is your dad from? Is your family from? Um, his his family is uh, it's called Abruzzi. Okay. Yeah, northern northern Italy. Okay. No, I don't think yeah. I have been there. Well, yeah. And it's more mountains, mountains and stuff. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. Oh my mm. God! Another time, I'll tell you stories about my experiences in Italy. Anyway, yeah. Emil, Emilio. Yes. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. I've had the good fortune to travel to many countries because of my uh, U.S. Marine Corps background. Oh. Uh, but three countries, three countries that I have not visited that are on my bucket list. So I love the question. Number one would be Spain. Uh, okay. More specifically, I've always been fascinated by the uh, by, by Barcelona, Madrid, with the running of the bulls. Always wanted to go there. Number one. Okay. Number I have to piggyback off my wife. I've always wanted to go to Rome, Italy. I, I grew up Catholic and I want to visit, visit the cathedral and all of that. Uh, okay. So that's number two. And number three, uh, France. You know, France has all these artsy stuff. Oh and I grew, God, yeah. I grew up uh, reading. I, in high school, we took a class called uh, European History. Yeah. And so I was always fascinated by, uh, you know, the uh, Bonaparte and all the, all the stuff that the wars so um, those are the three for me. Those are the three, good. Yeah, but if you go there and you are into history, you need minimum two weeks to visit all the, uh, the, the museums and things like that. It's absolutely stunning. And Italy by itself, Italy also has a lot of history, in particular Rome, like, we, like you mentioned, has a lot of history. And do, do I need to talk about food and wine? Oh my God. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh. I love it. Uh, I know the food, the wine in Italy, unbelievable. The French, of course, are known for their beautiful cheese and for their wine as well. But yeah, Spain is another place. Uh, the only issue that I had in Spain, in Madrid and or the Canary Islands when I went is the uh, they eat a lot of seafood. And I had difficulty because I'm not a seafood person. So when I order steak, they just stare at me, uh, like, you know, and it takes like a good hour for them to bring me like a steak. Uh, yeah, that was the only problem was my, my food, especially in the Canary Islands. But it's absolutely good choices. Egypt has a lot of history. It is worth the visit. So you guys have an amazing taste. I love you. 
the second question yeah the second question would be if you had one dream that you haven't fulfilled but you would love to fulfill before you die what would it be daniela one dream that you would love to fulfill before you die wow um i have have a few <laughs> let's see so the main say I would say now, I guess, because I'm really into, you know, this project, what I'm doing with women and all that, um, to just have like safe havens, so it just anywhere, everywhere, you know, for women to go to where they don't have to even think twice about leaving their, their situation. So they know that they have, I mean, I know they're out there, but I would just love to have more of that and, and my own, you know, oh. everywhere to have for, for this. So they know they're not alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Good, good. Good idea. Okay, Emilio. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. For me, it's pretty straightforward. I, I, I grew up and my mother uh, grew up, um, you know, humble beginnings. And, you know, we were dependent on the government for assistance. So I want to leave a financial legacy for my grandchildren. And, well, mm -hmm. um, you know, just I seen the struggle growing up for my mom. And I seen the struggle that we grew up. Um, and so I want to leave something, and that's why we help people. And uh, I have to say this, Zig Ziglar is someone whose philosophy I follow. And he said, I met him when I was 21, I'm 50 now. He said, if you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. And so financial, uh, a legacy for my family, uh, so I help others, Daniela and I help others share their stories, and that's that's something that I work towards every day, and that's that's what I, that's that's my dream. That's your dream. Okay, excellent, beautiful, beautiful dreams, guys. Okay, so that was an amazing interview. I could talk to you for three hours nonstop without even wanting a cup of coffee, guys. You know that. And uh, so before we head, what is the last word you want to tell uh, our listeners and our viewers yeah you um, know advice, yeah amen that life shrinks or expands according to one's courage so whatever it is you want to do like gabby said you know what is your dream where would you want to go travel you know what is it you want to do understand take a step every day to move towards that dream again because life shrinks or expands according to one's courage yeah beautiful daniela yeah, and um, I agree totally, you know, with Emilio and to, to just, you know, share your story because your experiences and you never know who, you, who you're going to help or who's listening, watching, right? And we've, we've experienced that with these stories, you know, people have reached out and said, oh, wow, you know, our story or, or someone else's story has really helped me or my daughter or my sister or somebody. Mm -hmm. So just don't let, you know, I, I never in a million years thought I would ever share what, you know, what my story was. And once I did, I saw the reaction. I saw, you know, it helps people, which is just our main goal is, is to help people. So, you know, just share your story, share your story, because, you know, like I said, that's what it's all about. It's just connecting and, and helping each other. Yeah. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I adore you guys. Don't go away yet. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so this is the end of this episode and I highly encourage you to get in touch with them, to follow them, Daniela Roman and uh, Emilio Roman. And if you have been in any abusive relationship, there is no shame 
it is actually an experience that would help you grow, share your story, get in touch with her or get in touch with me. I will connect you and uh, get in touch with this couple. They are the power duo. They are incredibly inspiring. I just adore them. I don't think I have loved a couple like I do these two. So please do get in touch with them and um, spread love everywhere you go. Thank you. Uh, until the next episode, wishing you grace, peace and balance. Blessings.